This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. This is episode 28 of Bustin' Loose Baseball. Eric Bach coming up to talk about the Fred Nats. We'll dive into the minor league system. Let's start at the big league level, though. It has not been fun. We know that. In fact, we chronicled how bad the series was in Philadelphia on our last podcast. But the Nats did get a win in Chicago. We are taping today as they play a day game at Wrigley Field. And by God, it's Joey Manessis' music. Joey Manessis just hit his fourth home run in seven games. In fact, I think he's gone deep now in three consecutive games, but he has played seven times since being called up from AAA Rochester, where he was terrific this year, hit 20-plus home runs in the minor leagues, and he has four bolts in seven games with the Nats. Darius, this story is awesome. He is a longtime pro who toiled in the minor leagues for a decade, played internationally, you know, went and played outside of the United States just to get a job to play at the highest level so he wasn't riding around on minor league buses. And it's been a grind for him. He played in Mexico internationally, among other stops. He's finally getting his chance on this worst team in baseball because they sold off everybody. And look at what the guy's doing. you got to love this story. You have to love stories like this. This is this is what sports is all about. When stories like this happen, this, this these are where movies come from. Movies are made from stories like this. I think it's awesome to see that he's taking advantage of this. It's actually hard to believe that many years playing in different minor league systems, playing overseas and things of that sort. It's it's hard to believe that he, this is where he finally gets his opportunity here in Washington. It's always cool to be able to see a story like this, especially on a struggling team. When, when, when you have a struggling team like this, you do need stories like this to kind of give you some something to look forward to. Yeah, I think what I like most about what's happening is, yes, it's fairly unsustainable and it's incredible, but it's not like he's come out of nowhere. I mean, he was their best power hitter in the minor leagues organizationally this year. Now, he's not a prospect, right? He's not a kid. This isn't a, a guy with a particularly bright future. He is 30 years old uh, this season as we sit here talking. I mean, he'll be 31 a little after opening day next year. But he had an awesome year toiling in Rochester as a 30-year-old in almost 100 games with a little over 400 plate appearances. He hit 20 home runs. He was hitting 290. He had an 830 OPS. I mean, some of these totals are the best among all the Nats minor leaguers. So if he was 22, we would be talking about this guy, even though there's not much of a defensive profile and it's kind of bad only. He's a DH type. You can play him at first and keep your fingers crossed. 
We'd be talking about him as a bat who could be a fixture in the big leagues for years to come. Because he's 30 and he's never gotten a shot, he's just an organizational soldier. But we were excited about just seeing him. We knew that Bell was getting traded. We knew there would be very few things to monitor and pay attention to. So it is a storyline to track. And if you tally up now the four home runs at the major league level with the 20 in the minors, he's got a chance legitimately at 30 home runs. And there was a year, you go back to 2018, so four years ago, believe it or not, when he was 26, when he was in AAA all year with the Phillies. He was at Lehigh Valley. He played 130 games, so that's legit every single day in the minors, right? And he hit 23 homers and drove in over 80 while hitting 311 with a 900 OPS almost. Like He has done this at the highest level. He just hasn't gotten a shot. So how cool is it that he finally gets his chance and he's hitting home runs every time he turn around in the major leagues? And in a season like this where we struggle with power overall, anybody not named Juan Soto or Josh Bell uh, wasn't really hitting home runs for this team. So it's great to to have someone come up and supply some of that power uh, that we've been desperately looking for along alongside Luke Voigt, who's also been just all he does is hit bolts since he's been with us as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I just the home run ball chicks dig it. And so do we. We still dig it, too. Bustin' Loose Baseball digs it, too. So he is now with four home runs. K. Barrett had a two-homer game, which we'll talk about. But he is behind Ruiz by two. He's eighth on the big club this year in home runs. Think about that. Imagine that. He is tied with Luis Garcia and Victor Robles. He's surpassed. You know, Voight's got a pair since coming over. But, you know, Adrianza didn't hit one. Alcides didn't hit one. Cesar Hernandez somehow. And 435 at bats hasn't hit one. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I don't want to. I don't think anyone <laughs> needs me to. They might just turn off the podcast, but I'll do it anyway. 435 at bats, no homers. Uh, Juan Soto's 21 the, is the, the most for the team, and Bell had 14. No one else this year has hit more than 10 for the Nationals. So he's almost halfway to being the leader for the team among the guys that are still here and weren't traded to the Padres. It's crazy. There was a point where... Yadiel Hernandez was on a little tear. Lane Thomas was on a little bit of a tear. You thought that some of these guys would come up and have double-digit home runs, and, the, and then they just slowed down. They just stopped out of nowhere. Nelson Cruz, where where is Nelson Cruz's home runs? When was the last time Nelson Cruz hit a home run? Right? It's been like 130 at bats. That is unreal. It really is. That's I mean, they, what he was brought here for. They couldn't even trade him. At the deadline, they couldn't get anything worthwhile for Nelson Cruz, so they didn't move him, which was the whole reason to bring him in. But anyways, tip of the cap and kudos, Joey Manessis, the Mexico native at 30, who has been a reason to uh, root for the Nationals and cheer and feel good about them here over the last week or so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned Luke Voigt. So far, so good. I am going to do some speculating here. I would say informed speculation, only because I've talked to a lot of people around the team, but this is not something directly said to me in these words. There's just no way that he's happy to be here. But I give Luke Voigt a lot of credit. He has said the right things. He has done the right things. He has been a good soldier. And to this point, through six games, he is three for his first 20 at the plate. Uh, which, excuse me, seven for his first 20 at the plate with three runs scored. So he's hitting 
again, it's a small sample, but through six games, he's hitting 350 to start his time with the Nats. He's got the two home runs. His first AB was an RBI. Immediate impact. He's another guy like Manessis. He's certainly more credentialed, better big leaguer. He, he hit 22 homers to lead the league in the pandemic shortened year for the Yankees. But at 31 with a rebuilding team, I have no delusions of grandeur here, right? Voight is basically a DH. You have three DHs. Nelson Cruz is a DH. Manessis is a DH. Voight is a DH. I'm not sure that any of those three guys will be on this team next year. I mean, Manessis is just kind of an org soldier, take him, leave him type. Nelson Cruz will not be back. I can't imagine at his age with where they're headed or not headed, as it were. And then Voight is under team control, and so you'd have to trade him for him not to be around. I guess you could go into next season with him as your DH, and maybe there's no reason not to, especially if he finishes strong. But I love the way that he's acted, what he's said, what he's done, what he's brought to the team so far, because you know he is I – mean, that is demoralizing, dude. Like, you got traded when you weren't supposed to to the worst team in the sport. And then we're turning on the TV and watching Soto. It's electric. They're selling out. Like, he's got to be watching Padres games when he gets home and puts his feet up in his hotel in D.C. where he's staying and think, what in the heck am I – oh, man, this is tough. Do you think the next time he sees Eric Hosmer that they're going to fight? He should Tony Pham. <laughs> Honestly. Tony I, I am not for him. Will Smith or Tony Pham slapping people. I think adults should. Tommy Pham. Tommy uh, Pham. Why, why am I calling him Tony Pham? You're right. Tommy <laughs> Pham. He's now with the Boston Red Sox, by the way. Oh, my God. He and Eric Hosmer together <laughs> in Boston. So maybe Tommy Pham will jump in on the fight somehow. I'm sure he but would. If I was Luke Voigt, the next time I saw Hosmer, I would challenge him to a celebrity boxing match. I love it. You know how all these dudes are now doing these celebrity boxing matches? Like uh, Darren... Williams, I think, uh, and and uh, Frank Gore and like Adrian Peterson's got one coming yep. up against Le'Veon Bell. I would say let's do a celebrity boxing match because I I hate your guts now. I'm Look. putting my money on on Luke Voigt. Oh, Luke Voigt is boy. swole. I mean, Hosmer's a big dude too. But anyway, so far, how could you not like Luke Voigt if you're an Nats fan to this point? It's been really good. Yeah, it's been really good, and I I. I mean, with the team control, I kind of do hope that he sticks around for a while. Now, obviously, like you said, it's a small sample size of what he's done so far, uh, but it, but he showed that he has that consistent power in that year that he that those couple years that he had with the Yankees uh, in 2019 and 2020. So I I would like to see that. I think he is your typical DH type, and this team is going to need that going forward. Now that the DH is 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 here to stay in the National League. Well, typically I, I would say, look, I'm I'm not that interested in Luke Voigt moving forward. But as bad as they are, and, and probably will be, frankly, next year. Yeah. yeah. He's look at his 162 game samples in his career. He he's a over 162, he hits 32 homers and drives in 95. So what we're talking about, he's not gonna play 162 in any season. I think his his career high is 118 games. Yeah, a lot of injury in issues throughout exactly. his career. But I think he's 260, you know, 255 with 18 to 22 homers. As a, as a part-time DH, essentially. And if you wanted to, you don't necessarily need to platoon him, but have someone who's left-handed to hit righty some and, and spell him and have him just rake against lefties, I think you could probably do that. But good nonetheless to see Luke Voigt playing well also. Uh, I want to talk about Josiah Gray, who had a really good start against the Cubs in a moment. But let's uh, bring in Eric Bach. Let's uh, play our interview for you. He calls games in Fredericksburg for the Fred Nats and is an aficionado and a wealth of knowledge on the team's uh, successes this year and the prospects that have been there. So wanted to talk to Eric Bach about one of the most exciting teams in the Nats farm system. This was the conversation we had with him.